Welcome to the God Stories Radio Podcast. and welcome to this edition of GSR. This is session 292. 292. Hello, everyone. And you're Fritz. I am. And I'm Tina. How are you, babe? How's things? Welcome to the show, everyone. Wow. (laughs) I see Jasmine is with us tonight. Welcome, Jasmine. Hi, Jazz. How are you? I hope you're doing super duper. Hope you're doing well, sweetie. What's, uh, what's exciting over there oh my goodness so many things my world has changed so much um new jobs so learning new routines and new things and just trying to figure out what it's like being back in an office again and having to commute to work every day so uh it's exciting and challenging and fun and like Stretching my brain. All craziness in one, huh? Yeah, it really is. One big package. So how about you? Well, we are super busy at the church. I mean, we've got a lot going on and we're growing. I'll tell you, it's uh, it's an amazing thing to see. It really is because I know I've been shocked about the number of people showing up um, recently. I was really taken aback because... It just seemed like for a long time there that very few people were coming in person. And then all of a sudden, boom, the whole room is filled. I know. And I, I uh, had uh, tried to get uh, Mac to come and talk about the table the table series tonight. And yeah, he said he had to write a paper so he couldn't make it. And yeah. I was uh, really excited about that because we want to touch on on Lent tonight. Yeah, absolutely. And I know Mac, he's such a great, great guy. Oh my gosh, yes. So we'll definitely have him in the future to come and chat with everyone. Um, And for those of you who don't know Mac, he's Pastor Mac and he, um, I think he's currently in seminary. uh, So he's probably writing a paper for seminary. I think so. Yeah. Um, And it's pretty grueling from what I understand going through that whole seminary process. from what I remember Pastor Chris telling me or telling us about it, uh, it's pretty labor intensive. So can you imagine having your full-time job and as you're a pastor, you definitely end up doing a lot more than a 40-hour work week. Oh, yeah. Right? Because you're a pastor and your whole um, career is built on compassion for others. And I know sometimes when we leave no that time clock, right? admin building on Friday, we are dragging. Yeah, there's no time. We clock. need Saturday to get ready for Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, the way the funerals have been going, we hadn't even gotten the Saturdays. Right. Yeah, the church is very, very, very busy um, between events and services and Unbelievable. funerals and so forth. Really, yeah. really is. And I've got an amazing team of folks that help me accomplish the uh, technical needs. I feel like you guys accomplish the impossible, you know? I think we do. I I think we have red capes yeah. sometimes. and uh, I do too. Joe Ormsby said... Uh, we should get some shirts printed up that say uh, 
something like uh, if you don't uh, if you don't see me or something, I've done my job. Uh-huh. If you don't recognize me, I've done my job. Or oh wow, that's cool. something like that. And it yeah. was very you know I thought about that for a second, and I went, no, that's true. It really is. It really is true. You seem invisible. That's really cool. Yeah, no, it's an amazing team. And one of the things I certainly appreciate the most about them is the fact that they are willing to jump in and help whenever help is needed. And all the time they come in clutch every single time, every single time. And their compassion is amazing. Um, What a marvelous church. If you are in the local Claremont, Florida area, strongly urge you to check us out because um, it's first. United Methodist Church of Claremont. Yep, in downtown. In downtown. Where the fountain is. Off of 7th Street. And um, you'll see there's a big main sanctuary uh, from the front facing Highway 50. But there's also a sanctuary towards the back called the Wesley Center. And um, services are done there, too. So, it's amazing. There's something for everybody. If really you is. If you love traditional church with the choir and the hymn and big organ and stuff like that, we, we've got it. Yeah, you've got it. If you want something more contemporary, we've got it. Yep. It's great. It's a, it's a, a mesh of all different kinds of cultures. It's pretty cool. And if obviously if you're not in the Claremont, Florida area, um, we would just strongly encourage you to get connected with a Bible-based believing church. Um, that is teaching directly from the Bible, not trying to change anything, not trying to add anything, not trying to take away anything, but an honest-to-goodness, Bible-based believing church that is going to help you grow and help you feel connected and um, help you to take your mission of growing in Christ seriously and then also spreading the gospel of Christ to others um, around you and within your communities and your workplaces, et cetera. Yep. We need, we need all the truth we can get. Right. We do. We do. And it's getting harder and harder to get. So we all need to be beacons of light whenever we can. Amen to that. Yep. Amen to that. Yep. We just want to welcome everybody that's on Mixler with us tonight. And uh, I see somebody else on. Uh, welcome. Uh, if you follow us, I can uh, give you a shout out and you can also chat with us. So feel free to uh, drop something in the chat as we're talking and and we'll discuss it. It's a kind of open forum yeah. and we like it that way. We do. Uh, we always appreciate your comments and your contributions. So don't, you know, don't be shy. Feel free. If you want to say something, say it um, and be a part of the conversation. Uh, this is an inclusive environment. And you we- bet. We want you to feel like part of the family. So. Yep. We're just real people uh, doing real life, and uh, we're not uh, Bible scholars or anything like that, so we're kind of working through it ourselves. So yeah, we appreciate the comments. We do, and we're all um, we're all working through our journey together, and if you don't know that, then... <laughs> One thing we do know is we take prayer requests, and we've been... Yes getting some prayer requests and we just we're going to shout them out right now so you guys could uh, help us be in prayer and agreement for these folks and I just uh, appreciate them reaching out 
Absolutely. So the first prayer request we have is for, um, was sent on behalf of Olivia G. Uh, and uh, this person's only 18 years old who's fighting uh, far advanced cancer. And um, they're asking that prayer warriors um, are found to lay healing hands on her and that they be praying for her as well in Jesus' name and for his will. So if you guys could all please lift up Olivia G. I'll go ahead and, and say a prayer right now so that we can all agree because uh, where two or more are gathered in his name, he's amongst us. He's in the midst of us. So let's just take a moment and pray for Olivia G. Are we going to pray individually or because uh, we... Yeah, uh, I can say something. And we then, also have one for Randy. Okay, I can say something and then kind of pass the torch over to you. Make it sort of like an interactive prayer. And if anybody wants to type in and say something and join the prayer, they can certainly do so. So if you want to start typing your prayer, you could do that now. Because by the time it, it goes around... Uh, from me to Fritz, um, then by that time we should be able to read whatever you guys have typed. Um, so Lord Jesus, I just lift up Olivia G right now and I ask for your intervention, Father. Uh, we know that she is precious in your sight and she is made by you and nobody could love her more than you do, Lord. Not anybody on this entire earth can know her better or love her better than you do. And Father, you know what's best for her, and you need to have your will, Father, in this situation. If it is your will, then we ask that she be healed, that you put your healing hands upon her, Lord, and touch her and heal her, Father, that you bring the right kind of doctors and medical staff and care into her life that can help her, Father. We pray that um, any prayer warriors, people who are true believers in Jesus Christ, would reach out to her and help her, not only comfort her and console her, Lord, pray for her, lay hands on her, Lord, um, and do all of this in your mighty name. Father, we know we can only see things from our human perspective, but you have the godly perspective, and we trust you, Lord. Um and even though it's it's sometimes difficult to trust in situations like these because we may not get the outcomes that we want, we still need to trust you, Lord. And so we put her in your hands, Lord, and we bow to you and ask, Lord, if you're willing to heal her, to please heal her. Uh, this is a prayer request that came in from uh, a brother of mine uh, named Randy, and it's a request for a guy named Ken who uh, was going to the hospital with a blood pressure of 197 over 114. Wow. He was uh, on his way up there, so they were asking for prayer, so I'm going to just lift him up. Father, uh, you know the situation with Ken. And uh, you can reach your hand, touch him. Lord, most of all, make your presence known for Ken and his family. And show up and show off for them, Father. And let them know that 
there was no doubt that it was you. That it was a touch from you. It was a healing from you. And it was all from you, Father. We just ask for your healing touch right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And I know one thing as well, like I've been listening a lot to the Bible and it was talking about, you know, the healings that were happening when Jesus was going through the towns, uh, like at Capernaum and, and so forth. You know, they just had to touch the fringe of his garment or he just had to say the words and people were healed. You know, he felt healing power go out of him. It was a very physical type of, of thing. And it's, it's just, it's just such a miracle when you think about it, that we still have that healing power available to us through the Holy Spirit. We just have to believe and trust in the Lord and not give up and pray for our folks. You know, we have to remember that God's will sees around the corner. Um, so not every request is going to be, you know, granted. But that shouldn't stop you from making your request. Because I remember um, just listening this morning. I've been listening to Mark and, and Luke and, you know, you know, somebody came up to him and said, Lord, if you are willing, heal me. And the Lord said, I am willing. You don't know unless you ask. Yep. You got to ask. Well, even Job, you know, in, in, in all his turmoil, he said, uh, I know that you can do anything and no one can stop you. That's Job 43, mm-hmm. verse 2. And, uh that's a classic example right there. Yeah. Faith, Let me see. Faith is not easy because it requires no. us to to extend ourselves in a way where we're in the unknown. And the unknown is uncomfortable for us. But, you know, we have to learn to trust the Lord. The Lord wants us to have trust in him. And... He wants communication and dialogue with us, and that's what prayer is. It's a communication, it's a dialogue, and there's no wrong way to do it. You just need to do it and start. And however you talk to the Lord is how your personal style is that you speak to the Lord. And, you know, you don't. there are no perfect words. There are no perfect prayers. It's just you in a friendship with the Lord talking to him like he's your best friend. That's what he wants. That's what he desires. It's really what he created us for. Yeah. Let's see. Jazzy said something. Amen. Please pray for me for mental clarity and focus. It's so tough to get through every day and keep up with everyday life. Some days it feels like I'm falling apart. Also, if you can please pray for my brother and his situation. He needs the Lord so bad right now. Thank you. Absolutely. Wow. Uh, yeah. Jazz, we'll be happy to pray and we'll go ahead and pray out loud, but just uh, type in the name of your brother also so we can call it out by name. I like to pray for people by name. We don't need a last name, but just a first name. Yeah. 
Um, so I'll go ahead and lead the prayer for Jazz, and hopefully by that, that'll give her enough time to type in her brother's name. All right. Sounds good. All right. Father God, we come to you, and we lift up our sister in Christ, Jazz. Uh, we affectionately get to call her Jazz because we consider ourselves one of her friends. Um, and she's our sister in Christ, Lord. Amen. And we just thank you for the fact that she listens to this podcast, for the fact that she has a personal close relationship with you, Lord, and that she has a desire to get to know you and grow with you even more, Lord. Father, she's having difficulty in life, which we all know you said that our lives would have problems. Yes, he did. None of us can escape that. Um, but... But chaos is not a part of anything from you, Lord. No, amen. And feeling like you're falling apart, I can definitely relate to that feeling. And Father, I just ask that you come in there and you come into her life and you bring order to the chaos, Lord. You show her her value and her worth in you, Lord. You show her that she is on top of it and worthy and together, Lord, because this is just a trick from the enemy, Lord, to get her to feel a certain way, Lord. And we know we can't trust our feelings, that we have to rely on what you tell us and what you say about us in your word. You know, we are valued. We are special. We are chosen. We are gifted. You have gifted us with abilities and talents, Lord, and help her to receive the right messaging, Lord, to help build her up rather than tear her down, Father, and put the right people in her life, Lord, to build her up and remove the people who want to try and tear her down, Lord, because that's from the enemy. And Father, we also pray for her brother, Jason. And we pray that you would enter his life, Lord, and make yourself known to him, that he would come to know you, Father, that you would be revealed in his life, and that he would desire a relationship with you, Father. He needs you, Lord, and I know that you're a willing God, Father, and that's what you put us on this planet for, is to seek you out and to help each other along with getting to know more about you and developing our relationships with you, Lord. So we just ask that you also put the right people in his life, Lord, that would help him out of the bad situations he's in and pull him in the direction that you want him to go, Father. And uh, we just ask all of these things in the precious and mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 It's hard. Life is hard. It's not easy, you know, and all of us feel discouraged. Yeah, I don't know what I would do without the Word. Yeah, that's why I mean, there's so much encouragement in the Word. I'm over and over and over. He says, if you ask in my name and, and don't doubt, it'll be done for you. In Matthew 21, it says you can pray for anything, and if you have faith, you will receive it. And I'm just going to put some context in that as well, because it can't be selfish desires of the heart. Well, it's got to line up with his will. Absolutely. Yeah. 
So just to throw out some context there, because we know that not everybody has read the Bible or understands maybe some of the context. Well, that's a behind, lot of truth. Yeah, yeah behind you're some, right. some of the, you know, the phrases that we tend to, or scriptures that we tend to quote. <laughs> um, and so having context means everything because it helps you apply it to your life, right? Absolutely. So, well, I know we wanted to talk a little bit about Lent today. Yeah. Because... Um, I know for me, I, I didn't really, I mean, I've had a strange sort of upbringing because I did go to Catholic school as a child, but then um, when I moved to this country, um, I didn't have any kind of real religion until I was about 18. And even though I desired a relationship with the Lord and I wanted to get to know Jesus. There was nobody to teach me about him. I did happen to have a next door neighbor when I was about, I don't know, I think I was about 12 years old, 10 or 12 years old. And she would tell me about Jesus, um, but I didn't get to see her that much. But she was, woo, she was a believer. And she would just, you know, when I had bad dreams or she's like, Tina, that's Satan. You just need to rebuke him and let's pray right now. And <laughs> woo, she would just, um, she would get right to the point, let me tell you. And we would have some church up in the car. Um, she would save my bacon all the time and drive me to school when I missed the bus um, because I would periodically miss the bus um, and the junior high school was so far away. Uh, it was impossible to walk. So she always uh, was very kind in that regard. And then I had another neighbor, too, who was also a Christian woman, and she would just listen and give me all this caring warmth, um, very motherly type of warmth um, and empathy and things that I just really needed. Um, and I think that's part of being a Christian is looking at other people's lives and seeing how you can fill their buckets because we're all broken human beings and we all need different things, you know, and people are always going to make, remember you for the way that you make them feel. And we can be very positive and very much a beacon of light and hope and encouragement in the world. If we just try to help people fill their buckets, you know? Well, and the Bible's specific about that uh, as far as, and, and it makes no sense to us humans, you know, that when we're in time of pain, like we want to do something for somebody else. Yeah, that's so true. We tend to get self-absorbed, but that is the first thing you want to do is serve. Is serve, absolutely. And Which is so opposite of the way we It would makes think. no sense. Yeah. It makes no sense. And But I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, and if Mike was here, you know, he could tell his story about, about how he served. He went to that church. Yep. And he started serving on the, on the food line and stuff like that. And he wanted to, you know, take his own life. And thank goodness he was serving the day you walked in. Oh, right? my gosh. Yeah, there's a story. Right. So, um, Mikey, I know you're listening. We love you. <laughs> Had a dream about you this morning that I got to see you. I was very happy to see you. That's um, going to be pretty cool when we get to heaven. And Yeah. You know, maybe the Lord let Mike plug in, put his headset on. <laughs> 
backwards. <laughs> but going back to Lent, um, you know, I grew up, uh, like I said, uh, semi-Catholic because I was never baptized um, in the Catholic faith. I never received communion. Um, and then it wasn't until a little bit later in my life, still as a child, I started learning a little bit about Jesus here and there, but I couldn't get anybody to really truly teach me. And then I met my best friend's mom uh, when I was 17 uh, years old, 17 or 18. And she decided she was going to do Bible study with me. And I called her my second mom because she's the one who helped lead me to Christ and really started showing me the Bible and diving into the word. And that's when things started changing for me. And, you know, sometimes what you have to realize is like when you first are new in your faith, Everything does. It's not like a switch just that just automatically flips. Oh, quite the opposite. It's a journey. And, you know, God knows what you're ready for and what you're not ready for. He gives us the roadmap to life with the Bible, and that gives us something to aspire to, right? But He doesn't expect that it's going to be like a switch that all of a sudden we're going to be able to do everything that we're expected uh, to do. But we can't also turn a blind eye to sin in our life either. We have to repent and turn our back on sin and aspire to do what the Lord wills us to do with our lives, which again comes from the Word, right? From the Bible. Um, that's why it's really important to read the Bible, be in the Bible, know it for yourself, and don't rely on other people to tell you what's in it. You got to know for yourself. You really do. Cause, and then that's how he speaks to you. It is. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I've gotten answers to things by reading that and even, you know, watching somebody on TV. A lot of times you can watch another pastor and you get the answer to what you've been praying about. Yeah. He speaks to us he does. through his word. Yeah, yeah. He'll get the answer to us one way or another. And he speaks to your heart. You know, he speaks to your heart and through your heart. And the thing about, or that I really like about Lent, I know it's predominantly a Catholic thing, but there are other faiths like um, the church that we go to observes it also. Yeah, like last night we had an Ash Wednesday service. Which and, is a Methodist church. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you had the Ash, Ash Wednesday this week, this Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And what it does is it kicks off a 40-day period of time where we have repentance and sort of like dedication to the Lord. So this is a time of reflection and it always happens before Easter. So it kind of leads up towards Easter. Um, and it's just a time too where people will look at their lives and examine their lives and they'll give up something for that 40 day period of time that is important to them or that they really enjoy or that they like. And it doesn't have to be food related. It can be anything in your life that has some kind of value to you. It doesn't have to be monetary value. It could be um, fasting Facebook or social media. It could be fasting television. It could be... Um, 
reading if you're an avid reader and that's kind of like your your thing to do or music or whatever it is, you know, that you want to give up and fast that the Lord has put on your heart, you can do so. And it's just for a window of time so that you can more closely reflect on your relationship with him and showing him your repentance, you know, like asking him to bring forward the things in your life that maybe you need to work on that you need to. And he to. will do it. There's yeah. beyond a shadow of a doubt. If you ask, he'll show it to you. It's, it's, I think it's a really cool practice to do every year because a lot of times we just lose sight of things because we get so busy. Well, I, I actually had the ash spread on my forehead last night and I really, it impacted me, you know, just uh, what that was all about. And it really, really impacted me. I'm going to read a little something that just kind of gives a little quick um, blurb about Ash Wednesday and, you know, kind of how the tradition or some information behind the tradition, tradition, I should say. And it's actually an article by USA Today. Wow. Of all things, Of all right? places, huh? Uh, and the article is pretty um, recent. It's actually March 2nd of this year. So if you decide to look it up, it's Dwight Adams of the El Paso Times. So shout out to Dwight Adams for um, writing this article. We encourage people to go read it. It's only a four-minute read. Um, but basically, uh, he explains how um, specifically Christians, Catholics, etc., wear a smudge of ashes on their forehead. And he wanted to try to explain what that was about because you probably have seen it and not really understood the context behind it. But again, you know, it's, you know, it's related. It's important to Christians and Catholics because it's uh talking about or significant, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Symbolic. Sorry. It's symbolic of the time when Jesus died and was resurrected. And, you know, ash can be representative of, of death. Um, and, you know, in the Old Testament, he doesn't say this in his little write-up, but in the Old Testament, you'll read a lot about um, people who wore ashes and sackcloth because they were grieved or mourning or just wanted to repent. You'll read that in the book of David, or excuse me, when you read about David in the Bible, you'll read that, um, you know, when you read Esther, Mordecai, um, put on sackcloth and ashes. Um, and it's, you know, it's multiple times in the Old Testament. So it's a tradition that's been going on for a long time. But in the modern day today, uh, typically it's a priest or a pastor that's going to go ahead and put the ashes in the shape of a cross on the worshiper's forehead. And it's meant to show that that person belongs to Jesus Christ and it also um, represents a person's grief and mourning for their sins. Um, so it's kind of like an acknowledgement that you are a sinner, right? And we all should be right. making that acknowledgement 
um, if we're followers of Christ, because we know there was only one who was worthy enough to to make the ultimate sacrifice. Amen to that. Right. Amen to that. So that's why I feel like, you know, the observance of Lent is so special. Um, and, you know, when the priest or pastor applies the ashes, he may say, uh, remember that you are dust and to dust you shall return. Or he may say, repent and believe in the in the gospel. So you can see uh, the repentance is a key factor there. And then just remembering that you're just dust, you know. At the end of the day, you're just dust. I always like to remember that because it's very humbling. A lot of times we think we're all that, but we're just dust. Um, but I just thought it was a cool article. So um, I'm going to go ahead and let you guys reach read the rest of it because he talks about where the ashes may come from, etc. And I thought it was very interesting. And, um, you know, a little education doesn't hurt any of us to learn about why do we do these things. Um, but as we wrap up for today, I did want to um, invite us all to pray for the Ukraine. Yes, um, amen. Because, you know, a lot of innocent people going through an awful lot out yeah. there and a lot of people's family members and so forth. So, you know, if you'd all be so kind as to remember them in your prayers, nobody wants war to break out in their country. And no. um, I just, my heart really goes out to the people. Um, and uh, I just pray for their safety and that uh, they get their country back soon, you know. So I just thank you all for tuning in with us tonight. Yeah, I just want to read a little something before yeah. before we wrap up. It was a, a devotional that I had, but I was really impacted by this statement. And it says, uh, whenever God does something new, he involves people, often unlikely people, frequently surprised and alarmed people. He asks them to trust him in a new way, to put aside their natural reactions, to listen humbly for a fresh word and to act on it without knowing exactly how it's going to work out. That's what he's asking all of us to do this Lent. Reading the Bible without knowing in advance what God is going to say takes humility. Like Joseph, we may have to put our initial reactions on hold and be prepared to hear new words, to think new thoughts, and to live them out. We all come with our own questions, our own sorrows and frustrations, our own longings. God will deal with them in his own way, but he will do so as part of his own much larger and deeper purposes. Who knows what might happen this year? If even a few of us were prepared to listen to God's word and scripture in a new way, to share the humility of Joseph, and to find ourselves caught up in God's rescue operation. Speak to us, Father, in a new way as we read your word. Help us to hear your voice and follow where you lead. And that's from the Bible app, babe? Yes, and that's, uh, it's actually, if you have the Bible app, it's called Lent for Everyone. That's the series. 
And that's actually Ash Wednesday, yesterday's devotional. Oh, wonderful. It was part of it. it but they tell the story of Joseph and uh, uh, the royal house of David and Solomon and stuff before that. So uh, I would encourage you to to go back and read that or, or do that series. It's only, I think it's a five-day. Yeah. And just, you know, for those of you located in the USA, that's a free app for you guys to download. Free resource. Yeah. yeah. I, I completely recommend it. It's called the Bible app. The Bible app. And yep. it says Holy Bible on the icon. Yep. Sure does. Um, And I don't know if you can get it outside of the USA because I've obviously have never tried or had anybody try to download it. But if you are located outside and you are able to download it for free um, onto your smart device, would you let us know? Um, because we would love to be able to tell people that. Um, <laughs> and I see Jazz just downloaded the Bible app. That's awesome. Yeah, That is awesome. Um, it's a wonderful resource and you can do Bible studies on there and everything is free. It's you free. Know, daily yeah. devotionals. It's a no brainer. Yeah, it really is. Um, it's just another great resource to have incorporated into your... And this is, you'll find this really funny, but I'm a competitive guy. <laughs> and it keeps track of the weeks and the days that you do your devotional. Mm-hmm. And so far, so good. I'm I'm on my 14th week straight. Oh, look at you. I had started it when I was in the hospital. Yeah. And I had like 56 or 58 days straight, and then I missed one. Uh-huh. So it takes you back to zero, but it keeps your weeks. Yeah. And I hate that. I hate to miss. Yes. And uh, that keeps, I don't know why that is, <laughs> but the Lord will use whatever he needs to use because I'm OCD about checking it. Like first thing in the morning, I don't want to miss. <laughs> so anyway, you'll you'll have fun with it. Uh, it is awesome, Jazzy. It is awesome. Well, do you want to um, you want to pray us out or I do because I actually have one more person I want to pray for. Absolutely, and um, you, this might take a lot of you by surprise, but um, this if you know me, this is kind of how I roll, so it won't take oh. my husband by surprise. Uh, this morning, Lord, you know I was driving, commuting to work, and I saw the result of an accident. I didn't witness the accident. But somebody, uh, a young man uh, who was wearing a, a Kiki's um, T-shirt, cause, and I know where the Kiki's is because it's pretty close by where I work, um, hit another vehicle. And he was so distraught. I saw him with his hands to his head. And he was a young guy, like maybe a teenager or a young adult. And I could just sense the distress um, and my heart just instantly went out to him and I started praying for him, Lord. And I just ask others to agree with me in prayer that you would come into his life and help him. And even the lady, Lord, uh, whose car that he hit, she looked like she was fine. Um, but I, I pray that, um, for her as well. But Father, I just pray that this is um, a way that you can reach his life and intervene for him and help him, Lord. Yes, Lord. He was so distraught. It really affected my heart. And um, we just ask you for his comfort, his peace, for help, whether that's physical help or emotional help or financial help, Lord, whatever that looks like. We just come to you and ask for you to help him. 
And Lord, we just thank you that we're able to get together like this. And it's kind of like a Bible study um, with all of us. And we just thank you that we can do this. We thank you for allowing us to be a part of GSR and for allowing our listeners to be a part of the GSR family, Lord, and being involved. And we just love you, Lord. And we thank you and we praise your holy name, your holy and precious name. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. That was weird. Yeah. We, had we just a had a power, power blip just then. A power surge. That, wow. But the, Ooh, Lord. But we didn't lose power. We didn't that lose anything. Amazing. Yeah, because um, Jazz just said amen. So I know that she heard the end of the prayer there. Well, that TV just went off. Yeah, that's amazing. And then we didn't lose anything. We Tell didn't. me God's not on the throne. Right? Hello. <laughs> That was a power surge. Wow. I wish you guys could have been here for, to witness that. Yep. Woo. Hair's up on my arms. Yeah. The lights went out and everything. Just yeah. A, just a blip. That must have been a powerful prayer. Yeah. Everything was powerful tonight. Yeah, I think so, too. I just uh, thank everybody for being on Mixler with us tonight and... I'm going to go back and listen to this show a few times myself. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> I yeah. probably missed some stuff. <laughs> well, I do, though, want to say, though, if uh, you have a testimony or just something that uh, has touched your heart or, or something good that's happened in your life, uh, contact us at GodStoriesRadioTina at gmail.com. You can be a guest if you don't want to, if you're kind of mic shy or you can call in, you can. You can write it down and send it in to us, godstoriesradio at gmail.com. If you want to be a guest, godstoriesradiotina at gmail.com. And uh, if you want to throw a little change in the bucket to uh, its tax time, uh, it, every, every little bit helps. That's uh, www.godstoriesradio, all one word, dot com. And uh, check out our website, and there's a little button on the front there. If you're so inclined to push it, we appreciate that. It's all tax deductible, and that's, I hate that part of asking for money. But yeah, I, there's, I, there's no pressure, guys. No. So just if, if God's No, just pray for us. Yeah, yeah. We, we appreciate the prayer and support, and we appreciate everybody just being on with us on Thursdays. We love it. And uh, God's going to take care of us one way or another. Amen to that. Well, we love you all. Thank you so much for being a part of the GSR family. Amen. And uh, hopefully, we'll have a. Will we have a show next week? Or I hope to- so. I okay. I think I think we're gonna. I think um, we're finding some coverage for Celebrate Recovery. Oh, so good. I'm really hoping to be here. Yes. Next Thursday. Wonderful. As many of you know, Fritz works for a church. And so um, when there's a need at the church and he, he has to go in, then we can't do I a do. show. So um, we're, we're very grateful to be able to do a show tonight. Amen. We hope to come to you again next week. So with that. I know it. And spread the word. We're a free resource. Tell your friends. Yeah. Because uh, we just, uh, our only agenda since we started was to bring hope and comfort. So to everybody. So we yep. love it. Appreciate you. Yeah. 
All right. Well, that about wraps it up for session uh, 292. I'm Fritz. And I'm Tina. God bless you. God bless.